Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ray's Music Reviews, the Go Home Heat produced podcast. Um, here we have Jared. I never remember my nickname, Jared. Jared. That's my gimmick. And uh, KP. KP. Yeah. Uh, today we are doing Kinks. 1989 KP. album. Kinks. That's pretty good. I like it. 1989 album. 1989 album Doolittle by the Pixies. Um, Boston band. Yeah. Uh, I, I I thought you you would know a little more about them specifically because a little more about them than whom? Me. Me. Because I'm old. Is that what we're getting at? Uh, yeah. 89. <laughs> would, be, would be my freshman year of college. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, yeah, this is absolutely up your alley. <laughs> right. I, 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 it's weird because I, I I don't think of myself as a Pixies guy, but there are like two of like my favorite songs like ever on this record, which is not That's, not yeah. many records have two of my favorite songs ever on them. No, <laughs> um, they are what is now. You know, I remember the Stuff McKagan thing where where he was talking to these guys mountain climbing and he said what do you listen to and they said alt music alternative music and he said i thought what a strange term alternative music is because how are the foo fighters and the chili peppers an alternative to anything now they're mainstream right yeah and at some point alternative really was an alternative to the radio right and and that was early u2 that was early rem that was the pixies and as much as i think like i've always want us to do an rem record but then i think that we kind of rem like needs a month you know what I mean? Because there's so much they've done. The Pixies may be the most influential group of what winds up being grunge and also what winds up being alt radio that we all listen to. There's the slow, there's the fast, there's the, uh, the, what do you call it? Let me see if I have it in my notes. The noise rock. Yeah. Along with the punk, along with the softness, when they do mix in the acoustic guitars and the ba- and the electric bass lines and all that, it really has uh, an overall like the difference between the way this thing starts out and the way and say, um, here comes your man. Yes. Like that's a that's a huge grouping of difference, and it's not like we're slowing down because we need a slow song that's a hit. Because I don't think he wrote songs to be hits. He wrote pop. He wrote somewhat pop hooks because that was a part of where the song needed to go, and yeah. that's just kind of how he wrote. You know what I mean? He he says something. Uh, he's smart. Yes. Yeah. If, if all you do is read his lyrics, you know he's a smart guy. That's the vibe I got because there's a quote on "Monkey Goes to Heaven" on Genius where he says, "I'm less concerned with making sense than making the lyrics pop out of the speaker when people are listening to the music." You can definitely tell that with the way he he sings hooks, with the way he writes hooks and it is he all- wants to make that pop out if you don't remember anything from that song you don't remember the chorus or right the right hook. right well, the, the five he, yeah yeah absolutely also you can tell that he writes and i think it's true with all punk influenced bands is the live the live show is in their mind when they're writing how will a crowd react to this? And you, oh, yeah. can, you can tell that there is something there to that. The bass lines in this record are fantastic. The 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 drumming is great 
on this record. The guitar playing is great on this record. The uh, the lyrics are great. Um, Lyric delivery. Yeah, yeah Black Fran- he's top-notch guy. Top-notch guy. Um, where'd you want to go from there? I did want to make a note, like, as I was listening to this album, I didn't really pay attention to the year it came out, but I would pretty much exactly able to tell because I was like, a lot of like mid to early nineties like alternative rock bands sound just like this, and, and right. you could, like different bands sound like different songs. If that makes sense, oh. I was like, this, this absolutely had to have been an influence on like the Nirvanas, the specifically Nirvana. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Smashing Pumpkins, who were really yeah, Smashing Pumpkins, Smashing Pumpkins, Smashing Pumpkins were really big on obviously. The concept of smashing a pumpkin in general is loud and soft, right? So they were really yes. big on big moments and, t- and small moments, right? Um, Which I felt this album absolutely has a similar style. Right. Except for early. Except for early. Early's Early, go, they, go, they go. hit you heavy until they get into Wave of Mutilation. I love Wave of Mutilation. It's one of my favorite songs. I was going to say that, that's probably like top top two favorite songs on this album, if not number one. It's great. But not on the South. Wave Mutilation is literally one of my favorite it's a, it's great. songs. It's it awesome. is amazing. And it, so is... Uh, we'll get to it. I just Go like ahead. the imagery in it. I just all about that. Right. And I didn't really get that there was like... I didn't... Until you read like a little bit about it in a couple of places or in uh, Genius or whatever, where mm-hmm. it says that, you know, there were people committing suicide in Japan by businessmen driving their vehicles into the ocean. Absolutely. I love and, the opening lines to that song. Right. I mean, I, obviously, you know he's driving into the ocean, yes. but... You didn't realize that there was a precursor to that. But he touches on, when you think about that, he touches on that aspect. There is a song in here about uh, David and uh, the yeah, Bible. There, there, yeah, there's a couple different biblical in gouge. The, correct. There's also the uh, the mankind uh, displacing himself in priority over the universe. like Monkey gone to heaven. Like, yeah, and how we can believe that the whole universe revolves around Earth instead of realizing that the earth is just a part of a universe you know what I mean which is a, the concept that man can be guilty of um, the the concept of water and how it uh, in how it can crush rock and also form clouds and how important it is and that kind of thing there's so many different like you said and, and none of it's dumb there's the the making fun a little bit in um what is the track where he kind of tame uh, tame where he's kind of talking about college girls but in general he's talking about the um pretentiousness of 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 these people who think they're in the higher education but they're also like frat boy drunk yeah. sorority girl drunk and how they're not as big a deal as they believe they are that kind of thing and how Which, that but, song's also crazy for how it sounds Right. Exactly like how bands were going to sound. Correct, correct. Well, the Baser and Tame both set you off on this almost violent intro into what winds up being more of a of a sonic journey than you think right out the shoot, right? Yeah, yeah. When I first listened to it, I was trying to kind of peg the album down. Every couple of songs, I'd be like, "Well, what exactly is this album like?" And it kind of it shifts over the course of it, and I thought that was neat. And to me, too, the third song, which is Wave, encapsulates all of what it. What it what it starts out as and what it will be. Yes, yes. You know what I mean. As well, not only does it does it do that, it gives you a template for the whole record, but also specifically makes it great in its own right. Absolutely. 
Right, yeah. what, what were some of your favorite songs um, and such off the album? What were your thoughts? I really liked Wave Mutilation. I really liked uh, Hey. <laughs> What'd you like about Hey? Um, I just really liked the guitar playing. Uh, specifically, <laughs> I, 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 again, I liked his vocal delivery. It might be because of uh, the Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> Uh, right. Specifically, because right. Um, I, I don't know that 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 scene was really good. Uh, and 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 in the entirety, just this whole album was extremely good. I I, I really liked uh, "There Goes My Gun." What did you think about that one? I thought it was good. Um, <laughs> but like you know, yeah, yeah. But I I just he doesn't need to do much lyrically on some of these songs. <laughs> He doesn't right. like it, like he just kind of goes over the same stuff sometimes, but that it works. Well, the music's really good. The I, delivery. When you read the title of "There Goes My Gun," I think you think it's going to be something it's it, it's not, which is why I inquired as to why. Which what you liked about it? Yeah. Um, no, just in general, I thought I thought this album was really incredible throughout its entire runtime. Um, yeah, I'd say it's pretty consistent across. I do think. I guess I like more songs that were toward the front, personally. But I, get I feel it. like I'm like that on most albums. <laughs> well, this well, album's not even that long. It's like thirty eight minutes. Yeah, thirty eight minutes total. So the songs are all pretty short. There's fifteen of them. Um, so it's an easy, really easy listen if you ever just want to put some music on. Right. I think sometimes we can be guilty of though, because we're listening to it and trying to judge an album. You can be guilty of trying to listen to the whole thing at once. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, it's something that you know. comes up where I'm like, I really need to just like split albums in half and listen to each half separately. Right. Or just like what will happen to me sometimes. I don't know about, uh, but I'm listening to it on the way to work, so I listen to the whole thing. Yes. But then if I'm listening to it riding around town, next get thing you chunks. know, I listen to it, you know, three songs, I get out, I go in the store, I come back in. Yeah, I get out, I go in and grab my food, and come back in. So that way it does break up the record a little more, or I get home, I get out, I do something, I get back in the car, we're on track five now. Yes. So then it, it doesn't wind up being the kind of thing where you go, because no matter who, how great something is, once you get to track eight. It, it really starts blending together. Right. And it, that, that's not against the album. That's no, just no, no, no. The, the being human. You yes. know what I mean? Attention span being what they are, things like that. <laughs> I, I, I just thought this album. This, I just thought this album was great. I, I had heard. I, I had heard some of this album going into it because some of these songs, like "Tame," were like you kind of like I have heard it at absolutely, some point absolutely. in my life. Uh, specifically, "Here Comes Your Man" too. See, to me, that's it's one on. of the great songs. Yeah, it really, and it's so weird too because it's like this alternate hobo universe. Yeah, and I don't know that. Here comes your, here comes your man. The chorus makes you think that maybe you need to act differently. Here comes your man. Yes, right. But that doesn't have the feel of the of the hobo parts in the beginning and then. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of it throws you off a little bit. But by the same token, the hook is so good it doesn't matter, and the music is so just perfect. Yeah, I, 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 I don't really know what else to say, honestly. This, I, I think this, if you really like these alternative bands, you should probably give this album a, a, just like at least a listen. I think if you really like, say. 
you know. Absolutely. I think if you really like like music, you should probably give this album a try. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like music on on occasion, and I did enjoy this album. So <laughs> that's my that's my complete right. review. Right. Um, uh, yeah. No, these guys were so ahead of their time. It's kind of funny. I do. Uh, it's almost comical in a certain way. <laughs> Don't you think too? The name Pixies. Pixies is so like it. It harkens pixie dust. Yeah. Or whatever. So you think one thing, but then when you start listening, you start realizing how. Yeah. Everything. Everything with Black Francis is a contradiction. There's. Uh, he said that he's like a surrealist. I remember also in talking about right. Gone Heaven, he was talking about the way he writes stuff. It, it's surreal, right? In a lot of ways, the either thing is contradicting and or just kind of flowery, confusing language is usually right. But, but it works the, with the the way he he like his his harshness of his delivery, switching in between that and uh, for other songs, it's it's great. I agree. Really talented guy. I agree. I agree. So we're going to rate it? or Black uh, Francis is just a dope name. It is. Yeah, th- that's probably yeah. not his legal name. I'm assuming not, but like... I hope it is. I'm going to look that up. Are we going to rate it, though? Um, I almost want to call this this like a classic or whatever, just because it feels yeah, just to call culturally it, just to important, call it. if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it, feels, it is. It, it is a classic so, record. It feels hard to rate it because it's literally influenced everything I like. Yeah, it, right. it's, <laughs> where it's like... It's like... It's like I have to give this like at least a nine or a ten. Like it's it's both the the blueprint of what is to come, and it's all and, it, and it's also um, the trunk of the tree that is all of the things you like. You know, yeah. I mean, everything sprouts out of this somehow or another. All the little limbs. Whether it be, especially when you get into what's going on now in music as well, you know that's the that's the neat crossover of it all. Yeah, you know. Also, his name is Charles Thompson the Fourth. Just stuck with it. Which is, I mean, that's actually not a bad name, Charles Thompson the Fourth. Not, not quite Black Francis. It's not though. Black Francis. It's not though. Black Francis. Right. I, I have no clue what to rate this. <laughs> uh, are Are you going to rate it? I'll give it. A, I would give it a nine. Yeah. I would give it a nine. I, the only reason why I would give it a ten is because I try. I'm trying to dial back on tens. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the album's fault. But yeah, it, yeah, no. That's that's kind of the only. Re- that's one of the reasons why I'm not I, rating it because like I've been giving out so many positive ratings lately. It's just you've been listening to too many good albums. We need to pick some real stinkers, <laughs> right? I listen. I I I. What's Eminem doing these days? Oh, oh. think about that though. <laughs> Revival oh. might be the worst album I've ever heard. I'm just saying it. <laughs> There is no reason for it to sound the way it does. Okay, okay. moving on. <laughs> I was just wondering, but we we did something on Eminem not that long ago. Not we, that long and ago, we, and we it was liked a while it. Ago. Yeah, it was like the first episode we ever did of this. Yeah, podcast. I want to say it was like one or two. Didn't we like it? I think so. Uh, well, that was like his two thousand stuff. So I'm saying recent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Shooting on the poor guy. I don't even think he's done he's a recent reason. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's a millionaire. Yeah, I'm sure he can wipe away his tears with his humongous wads of cash. I, my heart well, and, weeps for him. And I mean, you know, his spot in history is there. You know what I mean? His his, his he's always going to be Eminem, right? I, I mean, it is he's, there. He's, he's just kind of lost it. 
uh, recently. <laughs> no, no. He, he's I mean, kind of. He will go down as one of the great MCs. I'm not even a huge fan of his, and he will go down in history as people like that like are rated highly rate him above them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what were you listening to this week, though? Um, I actually managed to listen to music this week. So. Did you? What did you listen to? Uh, I listened to What's the Story Morning Glory again, which exclusively bangers. <laughs> uh, Champagne Supernova, Unreal, uh, Cast No Shadow, Unreal, Don't Look Back in Anger, Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Just just phenomenal. I listened to a bit of uh, Living Color. Which, uh, which one? Vivid. Awesome. I listened to some Ten uh, by Pearl Jam. Listened to some of The Stranger by Billy Joel. Just stuff we've done for this podcast. Yeah. I was going back through my music and I was like, well, I do like all these albums. So I was just like sampling bits from them. Uh, all just bangers. I, I love Billy Joel's The Stranger. I love Pearl Jam's Ten. It's Ten. It's Pearl amazing. Jam's Ten is really good. It's really good. Yeah. All those records you just named yeah. are incredible. Hall of Fame records. You know, just fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, and it's so enjoyable to just pick stuff you know you freaking love. Because I'm always on the search for uh, more knowledge, more this. I want to be turned on to something new and all that, which is one beautiful thing about doing a podcast with YouTube because we're significantly different in age. And it's hard for me to like my my moment of coolness was shorter than I like to think and it was way over 30 years ago you know, <laughs> you know I don't know if I've ever had a moment of coolness that's right. a foreign concept to me man right, right. but to, to so to be able to aren't you a Scott Pilgrim fan yeah exactly <laughs> exactly that's why I'm not cool <laughs> I secretly enjoy Michael Cera movies I love Michael Cera man that dude rules <laughs> what'd you listen to bro um I listened. I, I listened to Brave Little Abacus again. <laughs> um, I, I listened to more of their first album, the one that uh, ha, the one that I constantly describe as has uh, consistent samples from Akira. Um, yeah, yeah, that's just like a theme throughout the album is that it samples Akira. KP, have we shown you Akira? Have you seen Akira? Mm-mm. We got. We absolutely have to bang out Akira sometime. That's like all time great. Yeah, talk about Tasawa. No, Akira Kurosawa. Uh, wait, no, you're talking about Akira Tozawa, who yeah, is a wrestler. Yeah, a fantastic wrestler. My bad. See, Akira I thought you were Ko- making another <laughs> movie Akira, reference. Akira Kozawa. That's My a, bad. I thought you were making a joke that like made uh, like sense in relation to the context. Yeah, but no, everything's a wrestling <laughs> reference. Mm-hmm. Yes. Most, I mean, in all honesty, a lot of the references I make are also overwhelmingly wrestling. But, by the same token. Yes. Kurosawa is also right. delightful. And if you if you're referencing one, you're automatically referencing the other. Exactly. Kurosawa's <laughs> a different dude. <laughs> it's like every time I'm talking about Chris Evans, I'm like also including Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I there's yeah you know my my uh, uh, Ray's sister, she could never tell uh, Marky Mark. And DiCaprio and um, Matt Damon, Matt Damon apart. Yeah. And so when we went and saw the Departed, That's she was so right? confused because she didn't know which one was the 
which one was the bad guy and which one was the bad cop and which one was the she was so confused dude i could not tell mark Wahlberg and matt damon apart for like years before i finally like watched movies i could because i've seen mark Wahlberg in his underwear yeah you've seen straight up marky mark right that's where he comes from for me like he's He's never going to change He's a funky bunch guy with me. He'll never escape that. No. That's why I can't ever, like, totally jump out on Eminem. Because I remember the first couple of records, right? But Marky Mark's always going to be great because feel it, feel it. Yes. Always. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Hit the heavy bag and your BVDs. Is that the name of an underwear? Maybe. Anyway. Roll on, I apologize. Uh, speaking of movies, I've been listening to, weirdly enough, the Donnie Darko soundtrack recently. What's on it? Um, Never Tear Us Apart in Excess, Under the Milky Way by the Church, Love Will Tear Us Apart, Joy Division, The Killing Moon, Echo and the Bunnymen, Stay by Ungo Boingo, and Head Over Here's by Tears for Fears. Oh, also Duran Duran. Speaking of alt music, it's all <laughs> yeah. there. Wow. That's, a, that's like a who's who. Yeah. yeah. Donnie Darko is very much that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also Mad World, which is a song that I don't really like that much. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of waned on me over the years. It was, I mean, it did get turned into like a meme song, right? Yeah, but. yeah. That's why, like, I did, I, I did watch the movie this this week, uh, and and then because it's played in the ending scene, yeah, right. And and, and then I was like, okay, this 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 is like okay, this movie was really fun and yeah. good, but like. This song just the song feels kind of (laughs) hokey. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely get that. I did make an edit of it once to say all around me are like instead of familiar faces, I like cut the words together to say farms (laughs) because there's like a lot of farms around here. It's just a little joke I made once, and I just I can't in my mind. I don't even hear the song. I just hear the farms version. Um, I listened to some of Yeezus again. I don't really know why I come back to this album that much because I, I don't really like because I think I think it's good. I think it's good, but like I, oh I know why. I saw a video. Um, I saw I saw uh, something trending on like a subreddit of a dude just wild and out to this album, uh, which is why I listened to it again. It's crazy how everything is so hype, and then I am a god hits. It's like okay, okay. And then New Slaves comes in. It's like, okay. Okay. It's like, why did we get in this speed bump? <laughs> like, what happened? Um, uh, that's that's pretty much it. Just just all stuff you would imagine I listen to. I, I listen to uh, I Felt Your Shape by the Microphones a lot this week. It's really good. It's really. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Uh, it's been tough. I can't, can't get over the line in the French-ass restaurant by Kanye. That's not, no, not from I Felt Your Shape. I just got to thinking about I am a god. Hurry up with my hurry up with my damn croissants <laughs> in the franchise restaurant. Kanye's got bars. <laughs> I won't tell you of what quality. They need to make like a bar rescue. I keep it 300 well, for like the Romans. They need to make a bar rescue for rappers. Well, you know when you <laughs> when you get to the point though, think about how many lines a Kanye West has written in the not last. All, not all of them are going to be bangers. It, you know, that, that's the that's the one thing about constantly creating art, right? Is sometimes it sucks, and left there's your nothing fridge you open. Somebody it. took a sandwich. Well, <laughs> and and, and bars, two, it's bars, just, bars. it's it's just hard to oh, 2010 Kanye constantly create. You know, absolutely, he's having some trouble creating currently, evidently. 
Right, oh. he's got an album that's on hold like Do the Chinese democracy right now. Do not get me started on this. Right? This man lied to me. <laughs> I saw an article that said he should just keep hosting listening parties forever. <laughs> he shouldn't even drop the album. If he hosts another no. listening party, we better not go. Teach that man a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody shows up to the listening party. Kanye, we're cutting you off. Yes. Dude, for a while, um, it was shown up on iTunes, right? But then it was uh, then it was postponed. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't. I don't. The last album he dropped on time was Eases, unless you count uh, his uh, unless you count Kids See Ghosts and Yay. I remember. In which case, it, like, Kid Cudi. If other people were working on it and like mandated it drop, well, think about yeah, Kid Cudi probably think about up. what all has gone on in his life over the last yeah, it's, it's been cr- five yeah. years. He's gone through a divorce. He ran for president. He. Uh... <laughs> I forgot about that. Probably. You know what I mean? I mean, like literally a lot of things. He had a whole bunch of people that used to love him, hate him. He had a whole bunch of people that used to hate him, love him, and then everybody became indifferent along with the divorce and being accused of other stuff. And he winds up trying to write an album through all of this, and it's just like, yeah, you know. And then maybe he, I remember they were talking, and two, he does fancy himself a genius, and so he is going to tinker. That's what geniuses do. I remember when we were watching the documentary on Tribe Called Quest, and they were talking about how Q-Tip, you know, somebody eventually just has to go in there and pull it out of his hand because he'll just keep tinkering forever. He said, "It's like he's like Axel. If somebody doesn't." go in there and, and just pull it out of his hands. It was so weird the other day when when Guns N' Roses dropped a new song for the first time in however many years, but Slash has only been around in three, and he gets a new song out of him, right? Because I was probably there was somebody he respects that finally was able to go, hey, dude, just put it out. Just put it out. It's Even if people good. don't like it, who cares? I do an album all the time. <laughs> people like it, people don't like it. I move on. You know what I mean? And what they what they don't like a lot of times I take it in the concert and play it in front of them and they go oh my god that was great you know because that's part of the one thing we we lose right now especially due to the fact that there just aren't a lot of live shows and then we're kind of getting back into it but then all of a sudden it's getting dialed back all over again is music originally wasn't for the recorded experience originally music was for a live experience you know what I mean and and uh, the the difference between what a, a record sounds like on vinyl is vinyl's great, as we know. Revolver Records, Twelfth Avenue. <laughs> uh, another thing you talk about how I should have known more about the Pixies. Mm-hmm. First thing I saw this morning, I woke up, I looked, I got a message from uh, Eric Elvis from Revolver, Revolver Records, Twelfth Avenue. It was a it was this thing where this kid said my. I love this song by the Pixies. It reminds me of my grandparents because they used to play this all the time. And I was like, oh, oh, you got to be kidding. She was 20. It wasn't like she was 12. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, my God. My music is not only classic now. It's freaking. Maybe uh, she just had really cool grandparents. She did have cool grandparents. Yeah. And they were my age. <laughs> how's, the, how's that work out? Which is fine. Well. Young kids, uh, that kind of thing. I, I wanted to bring it back to the. Uh, <laughs> I was going to bring it back to the uh, Brave Little Abacus album. Ten. Ten when they had them. Yeah, I was about to say. They, the math there is not amazing. Yeah, no. I don't know how that works, but uh, Remember to Wave is probably a top five hook of all time. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's just. 
I just had a good time. Um, it, if you want, if you, if if we're going by like one song that I constantly listen to throughout the week, um, I'll see you when we're both not so emotional by American Football. My favorite American Football song. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Mine's the NFL theme. You know. <laughs> such a funny joke dude the song the intro uh the commercials they're running right now for sunday night football on nbc starts with welcome to the jungle come on i get high i get high yeah 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 i can't help it that's why they play it in stadiums right yeah all right dad what'd you listen to i listen to okay i'm gonna get these names wrong because i'm old as we've referenced before Boldy James, the Alchemist. Yes, Bo Jackson. This album came out uh, this week, and it is fantastic. Another record that I listened to this week is Big Crit, Big Return Crit. of Forever. It's even better than the one I just talked about, dude. Uh, uh, a, a guy, <sighs> a couple of websites that I, I flipped through said uh, hip-hop albums that were dropped this week that you should listen to. And I listened to about four of them. Maybe five. Three of them I quit listening to. Those two I kept listening to. And um, Bomani Jones, who is both the sports personality and at one time wrote rec- uh, articles, a great, he should write more, uh, about uh, music, uh, had said something about how good this Big Crick album was. And I, um, it is really, really good. And both... Um, how do I put it? Sometimes when I listen to like I, if you if you if you look at music in a reverse, right? Sometimes there are things that I try to turn like I'll put uh, LL Cool J's "Rock the Bells" radio on at work after work sometimes, and the kids that are there, kids being twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, yeah. Uh, they're like you know what is, what is this what is this what is this and it's not their thing really you know what I mean because it was it is music that I was listening to when I, you know many 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 years ago right and the, the the hooks are different the the cadences are different and all of that these records merge like what I like and what younger generations probably dig better very well to where. It's a there's a familiarity in the style of the rap mm-hmm. along with the smooth backgrounds. I want to say the big crit. It, it feels like a Dungeon Family record. It feels like it, I, I even think I hear Sleepy Brown in the background, although I haven't Googled to make sure that's <laughs> yeah. true. And he talks about Outcast in it, which is why I jump to um, right. to Dungeon Family and all that. Okay, that's the main things I listened to. That was those, and then a couple of alt records, that kind of thing. There, there, there are two specific albums that I need to listen to: mm-hmm. um, the Ligua Ignota album and the Spelling album. I, I just haven't gotten the time to. If you know what they have in common, that's one thing. <laughs> but I, I just, I need, I need to listen to them because it's just. I, I just need to. I know that just is unreal. Just the 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 emotions just rampant throughout. uh, Like Caligula were were so crazy. Yeah, it's just I I don't know if I'm like the right head. Um, Next week we are doing Interpol's "Turn on the Bright Lights," um, a 2002 album, Um, and four. I forget my nickname, Jared. 
And for Kinks Kevin. And for me, the Tixular Ray of Ray's Music Reviews. Um, this has been a Go Home Heat podcast. Um, Check out our friends at the Gin Project, the G I N N Project.com. Go home. <laughs>